Welcome back, everyone, to Everyone Talking, the Freedom Church podcast here in Gallatin, Tennessee, where we exist to reach people to know God. We believe it so much, we put it on the wall. Yes. It's right there. It's on the wall. It's on behind us. You can't see it if you're just <laughs> listening, but it, I promise it's here. Trust us. It's on the wall. We promise. Believe, believe the writing is on the wall, it. Yes. Everyone. Oh, literally. Literally. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll no, stop. Don't be sorry. Keep it coming. Uh, we are going through the book of Romans, starting with the first chapter, like you do. Um, and we have officially, we've, we, this is our third episode into it. We've made it all the way to verse 8. <laughs> so, trucking right along here. Lots of richness. We're good. Yeah. Yes, yes. The Bible's not boring, you know. No. Especially if you don't just skim it. God right. breathed, profitable for instruction, all the good things. Yes. Well, should we get into... Reading? I love that idea. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful idea. All right. Who wants to go first? Well, let's start this way because I always go first. Okay. All right. I'll start off. Uh, Are reading... we going to... No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. We're all kind of reading out of different translations. Right now I've got the uh, New Living Translation, the NLT. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think. Go for it. Yeah. We made it yeah. through verse 8, but verse 8 gives us context for verse 9. So mm-hmm. even though we read the end of verse 8 last week... We're going to start off with verse 8 and lead us into 9. And we'll just go until we find a good stopping point. So, Paul says, Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night I bring you and your needs in prayer to God whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his son. Y'all keep going. We're doing great. Uh, (laughs) One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. Mm, I like that. That's good stuff. What verse did you end on? I ended on verse 11, or 12. 12, 12. Yeah, good. Verse 12. And so I will be reading out of the CSB, and um, so my voice is real fun today, so this is going to have a little bit of extra weight to it. So here we go. Get it. Uh, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because the news of your faith is being reported all over the world. God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in telling the good news about his son that I constantly mention you. Always asking in my prayers that if it is somehow in God's will, I may now at last succeed in coming to you. For I want very much to see you, so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is to be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So good. Um, I've got the uh, Passion Translation pulled up because the ESV says almost exactly the same thing oh. as yours. Um, and... I, and I love this. I'm going to skim this just a little bit because in verse 8, one of the things it says is that your faith is being proclaimed in all the world. And the, the word that the Passion translates that to is the testimony of your faith okay. mm. being proclaimed all I over like the that. world. I like that. Um, and then in, in verse 10, I just love the way that, that it, it says these two verses. My desire and my constant prayer is that I would succeed in coming to you according to the plan and timing of God. I yearn to come and be face-to-face with you and get to know you, for I long to impart to you some spiritual gift that will empower you to stand strong in your faith. Now this means 
that when we come together and are side by side, something wonderful will be released. We can expect to be co-encouraged and co-comforted by each other's faith. I like that. That's cool. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. I am reading in the Amplified Bible, so it's a little long-winded, so bear with me. Uh, <laughs> verse 8 says, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because of your faith, your trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness is being proclaimed in all of the world. For God, whom I serve with my spirit by preaching the gospel of his Son, is my witness as to how I continuously mention you in my prayers, always pleading that somehow, by God's will, I may now at last come to you. For I long to see you so that I may share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen and establish you. That is, we may be mutually encouraged and comforted by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So good. So the first thing that I um, felt really convicted about whenever I was reading through that commentary was we kind of gloss over a lot about how Paul says, God is my witness that I continually pray for you. Mm -hmm. But how often can we... Um, go to somebody who's like, hey, can you pray for me? And be like, yeah, God's my witness because I did pray for you. (laughs) Either way, God is our witness as Mm -hmm. to whether we prayed for these people or not. And so as I was reading that in the commentary, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really convicted of that because Paul was so confident and honest in his like, I'm going to pray for you and care about you through prayer that like God can tell you that I did that. Mm -hmm. And not being boastful, but to be like, this is important enough mm-hmm. for me to point that out and I was super convicted by that because how often do I get asked like people ask me to pray for them and when it comes down to the wire they're like I don't have a I could, God is my witness and it's not going to be a good testimony on my favor sure. so yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah I just thought that was really interesting no like, it is they pointed out that little mm-hmm. tiny detail but mm-hmm. it holds a lot of weight yeah there's one part in here that um, it really stood out to me and it's uh, something that I have to remind myself, it's all about sort of pacing, but uh, starting with 10, always asking in my prayers that if, if it is somehow in God's will, mm. I may now at last succeed in coming to you. Yeah. I think a lot of times as people, we will get to this place where we want to have that forced calling. Mm-hmm. We uh, we feel this, this is God's will in our life, mm-hmm. and we force it when it's outside of His time. There's always, you know, whether it's the equipping of the season that we're in that yeah. is required to go where we're going, if we try and rush it, we're not going to be equipped for what yeah. God needs us for. And so being being mindful of where God is and being in His Word and in conversation with Him enough that when He calls us to do something, that's when we go and do it. We right. don't try and think that we are God yeah. and we, you know, mm-hmm. again, it's, it's forcing something that's yeah. not ready. But I love that the, the honor and the respect that He has for God too, that He would ask. Yes. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey... I'm asking. I'm mm-hmm. not afraid to ask God, yeah. like, can I do this? Like, can yeah. I go here? But I'm also very submitted to God's timing and His purpose. Yes, Absolutely. being very humble to what He's telling you in that moment. Because sometimes the answer may be, just hang on a second. Yeah. Right. And you can tell how desperate He is to go see them. Mm-hmm. And how, like, it's so transparent how almost this entire first part of Romans is Him just saying, I really want to, guys. <laughs> like, I'm desperate to come see you. And... But he is always surrendering mm-hmm. to God's yes. will. And so I think that's such a cool example for yeah. us, really. I, I so treasure these conversations we get to have about this. Because like what we were talking about, you guys didn't hear this, but we'll kind of give you a little behind-the-curtains view on this. We were talking about how neat it is that we are allowed to have a perspective-driven podcast in that we are reading the same word. We have right one faith, one baptism, one belief in one God. Our, you know, it, that's... That's where we all stand, right? We're all unified on the on the 
close-handed, solid issues. But as we read, the Holy Spirit speaks to us differently, uniquely, right. mm-hmm. as he draws these truths that we need to gather. Like, I never would have... I, I never, I, I don't know. I never would have extrapolated that idea right. from what we just read. Like what I what I read in that is that this is a guy who knows he's divided from the people that he's called to have fellowship with, and he longs to have fellowship with them. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I get from this. Is is like the first thing that happens when I get busy and when I get bogged down with stuff, and like I just want to isolate. Like I want to I want to mm-hmm. be alone and be able to to pray and meditate and play video games and just just like defrag from all the craziness and and just let God work through all of that but like what he's saying here and this is something that we would also encourage you we're so glad that you're joining us for this podcast and that you're watching this and you're here and sharing this with us but this does not replace fellowship right this does not replace actually being amongst God's people and joining together in times of worship, times of study, times of encouraging. This is discipleship through a a digital medium, but this is not fellowship, right? Right. This is very, this is not community. And Paul knew that. Yes. Paul knew that exactly. Even writing this letter Mm -hmm. that would soon be immortalized as the book of Romans, you know, that we would be able to draw from this still not a replacement for community. Right. Just what a what a powerful message from I love, him. I love it. I love that. That's that's one of the things that it got me was this, especially that the phrasing in the the passion translation of like like when we come together mm-hmm. and we're yes. side by side, like something's released, something happens. Mm-hmm. That's why like mm-hmm. there's a, another part in in uh, Hebrews where it says like don't give up meeting together, don't neglect meeting together, like. It's so important, mm-hmm. um, and I think that there's something there's something really intimate and special about like your own personal Bible study, and like even when I'm just like, I don't know, like singing to God at home or like really focus on something, but something powerful and wonderful happens when a group of people get together. I'll share this story really quick. We were uh, rehearsing for a worship night that happened here a couple of months ago. It was, we were rehearsing okay so like no one else is in the room nothing's going on and we're all just kind of in a circle and we're singing this song and something shifted in the room now granted all the lights are on like everyone's just in like their in-ear monitors there's there's nothing going on there's no perform there's no need to perform at all we're just all singing this song and all of a sudden like it hit this one line of the song and like this the whole atmosphere on stage like shifted something happened in the room and i and i it it surprised me because i had like my back turned to the group because i was counting in the drummer i was like counting in somebody Mm -hmm. and i felt so i wasn't leading the song i felt something happen and i turned around and i saw like all four of the worship leaders were just like in this moment with God, eyes mm. closed, like they're like this is, like the Holy Spirit showed up, and it was just one of these most beautiful moments because we were side by side, worshiping Jesus, no pretense, no performance, and it just was released. It was something ha- like that encouraged that practice encouraged me in my faith more than like the actual event right. because yes. it was just seeing people come together and like all of us experiencing God together. It was really, really awesome. I think something that's deeply valuable for us to understand is that, that God will make sure that he gets to us everything he wants to get to us, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we can't always assume that that's going to be directly from him to, to us. Right. God will give other people right. things for mm-hmm. us, and if we're missing out on community, we're missing out on that aspect of how God wants to deliver things to us. Mm-hmm. Like the, the perspective that, that um, Wes brought when he was talking about, you know, 
the the idea that Paul, you know, saying always praying for this opportunity, God willing, right? The emphasis for him was on that God willing. Mm-hmm. I never would have like mm-hmm. zeroed in on that if not for that perspective. Right. Living word. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But but also like one of the things we talked about, like what makes this podcast unique to a lot of other scenarios is that we are a perspective driven podcast. Mm-hmm. Like we take all the things like this is a display of community, not mm-hmm. a replacement for it. Right. In the same way that we're we're worship leaders, like when we get up on stage and we sing, like we're not performing. Mm-hmm. We're not saying, hey, you need to do this like us. Mm-hmm. We're saying, hey, there's freedom to do this, how God's calling you to right. do it. Mm-hmm. Let this offer you that liberty. And that's the purpose mm-hmm. of this podcast. Right. Discipleship. Absolutely. But also example yeah. of mm-hmm. what discipleship looks like in a community setting. I love it. And let this be a reminder, too, that as we're we're reading through the Bible and always, you know, have your own time with God. Have your own time Mm -hmm. in His Word. Uh, There's lots of wisdom in there, guidance for life. But also, outside of this podcast, seek these moments with fellow uh, people, with your Mm -hmm. friends, people you go to church with, because... These perspectives, when you're in the middle of these kind of conversations, and none of this is rehearsed. All of this has sort yeah. of happened real time, in the moment, and that can happen for you as well. Definitely be a part of a group. Be a part of a Bible study because you just grow so much. Mm-hmm. And you know, If we always look at Christians as being a part of one large body, any part of that body removed dies. Yeah. It yeah. cannot survive unless it's with the rest of the body of yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. I love that. In verse 11 it says, For I long to see you so that I may share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen and establish you. And the word establish really stuck out to me because when I think of the word establish, I think of like getting a seal of like your identity is sealed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times... I understand that there are moments whenever you can come to the church and feel like you're an outlier or like you don't belong. Um, and that's where I think there's some give and take mm. so far as like you can't come to a church and we'll, here at Freedom, we will love on you. If you're mm-hmm. the first oh, yeah. time here, like we will make you feel like you're a very important person. And then once you start attending, there does come a point where like you have to give some too. And once you give some of that to, you're being established every time you go to a connection group, every time you serve in our in-community and sharing your spiritual gifts, you are being established mm-hmm. in your identity as a child of God. Yeah. And it's to strengthen and establish yeah. you. So it's one, to build up your faith, but two, also to keep you with us. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want you to be an outlier, but we also can't do all the work. Right. Like yeah. it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. mutually and, beneficial. And how often like, by being a blessing to someone else, by praying for someone else, by encouraging someone else, do you actually get that yeah. fulfillment mm-hmm. from the Holy Spirit? Yes. Like, there's a reason in Scripture why, like, it ta- every single letter of Paul's, he's like, I'm praying for you, yeah. I'm on my knees, I'm asking yeah. the Father. Why do you think he did that all the time? Mm-hmm. It wasn't because it was draining him. It yeah. was because spending that time, yeah. like, pouring into other people and then letting God pour back into you, like, it's survival. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. Own, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, my own mom is just, like, a great example of that. She got really burned by the last church she was in. Um, by serving, she was an employee there. Um, and whenever she finally came to freedom with me, she was determined that she wasn't going to serve. Hmm. Like, I'm not <laughs> serving. I'm tired of it. I can't do it. Understandable, like horrible experience at the last church we were at. And so for a long time, I was like, okay, we'll see how long that lasts. And sure. she started to kind of be like, I don't feel like I connect with anybody here. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> And she started serving on the guest services team. 
my mom has more friends than I do here. Like <laughs> she has just grown so much that like mm-hmm. more than I have ever seen her grow in it's like, amazing. how long have we been here? She's been here for four years, I think. Mm-hmm. And I've seen her grow more in the time that she has served than I have in the 22 years that I've known her. Like, so it's really like just looking at my mom as an example of someone who was trying to mutual get mutually benefited by being a Christian, by one, being a great guest services person. She's great with people. She loves people. She decorates the church for us, but also gaining a community yeah. of women that she meets with every other Wednesday night. She loves them. They're her best friends. That is like what it's about. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's made her more confident in sharing the Bible. Like that, like that's I love that it. so it's much. cyclical. Yeah. I, I would also encourage, uh, I would encourage that we understand the difference between joyful giving and joyful serving mm-hmm. and like bitter resentful giving mm-hmm. and bitter resentful serving yeah. in that one opens up that avenue for God to pour into you faster than you're pouring out mm-hmm. and the other one tends to shut God out of that process yeah, absolutely. because mm-hmm. in instead of saying God you've gifted me with this opportunity to give mm-hmm. and serve you yeah. are saying God you have cursed me with this demand to <laughs> yes. give and serve yeah. right. and if we're misunderstanding God then we're looking in a different direction than, yeah. than he is we're gonna miss what else he's trying to do for us as mm-hmm. well so mm-hmm. it, it's that posture yeah. of hey, this is not just obedience. Like mm-hmm. this is this is a real honor to oh, get yeah. to do this. Oh, this it's is worship, yeah. right? And if it weren't, our jobs wouldn't be sustainable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Burnout would be yeah. immediately eminent. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that we do this and we're excited to come into work every day and we love what we do and we're able to, by God's grace, accomplish way more than what we would just do by our best efforts. Right. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that alone is testimony to God that our output is way higher than our capability mm-hmm. and yet our energy mm-hmm. levels, reserves remain and grow and build. I love what it. a cool yeah. thing. Spoiler alert, I mean people are built differently. Mm-hmm. It's just a funny story real quick when we were at holiday world as a staff we're walking through this one area they're playing this music i'm sort of walking next to adam and he's like getting into it so (laughs) if he had glow sticks it would have been perfect and then i'm just like straight face just walking because i'm not dancing and then it was a good song daniel made the comments like there there are two different kind of people in this world (laughs) i was walking behind you but adam is a very like energetic his you know spiritual gift to strengthen is but many ones, but the one he offers the most freely and often is encouragement. He will build somebody up, whether they're looking for it or not. Spiritual gift, like, and He's like whether you want it or not. Yeah, and so like I will build somebody up, but like it's gonna it's gonna be a conversation around it, and like you gotta you know there's oh, there's a process thing, making it there. My favorite thing is when Wes says, "Hey, can we talk for a minute?" And oh. you're like. It's your favorite thing? <laughs> yeah, because then you get... Okay, here's why. Here's why. Because it's this rush of anxiety, and then you get out to the corner, and he's like, I just wanted to tell you you're doing such a great job. And you're like, oh. <laughs> it's great. It's not like the, the dreaded, we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the, hey, can we, can we have a second? Yeah, yeah. I just want to so encourage you. I think you. a lot of that's me, because um, the, you know public displays of not affection but like you know encouragement building public you up of it, yeah public displays of encouragement so when i when i get that i'm like mm, 
Like I kind of shrink back a little bit like, okay, you're cool. That's good. Awesome. But you know, and I assume that everyone's the exact same. Mm -hmm. And so I default to that. And I think that's great. And I think that it's good to know that people receive things in different ways. You know, Um, one of the things, and I don't know if you guys want to, want to try in the time we have left to go through kind of the rest of this section with 13 through 15. Mm -hmm. um, Cause he's kind of like, he's kind of talking about like, yeah, I long to see you, that we can be mutually encouraged by each other. Um, and then he says, I'm going to read... Uh, Let's go for mm, it. Yeah, I'm going to read the the, the Passion Translation. Okay, okay, 13. He says, <laughs> sorry, I had to look at that first thing. He says, so, my dear brothers and sisters, please don't interpret my failure to visit you as indifference. Uh, because many times mm. I've intended to come but have not been released to do so up to now. For I long to enjoy a harvest of spiritual fruit among you like I've experienced among the nations. Love obligates me to preach to everyone, to those who are among the elite and those who are among the outcasts, for those who are wise and educated as well as to those who are foolish and unlearned. This is why I'm so excited about coming to preach the wonderful message of Jesus to you in Rome. And I look at this and I'm like, you know, Paul, I feel like in a, in a way, sometimes when we read scripture, Paul's like outward processing with the Lord, like as he's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of getting through this. But what, what I love about this is I, fe- I just feel his, his earnestness of trying to say, like, it's not that I don't want to. It's not that I don't love you. Like, please don't misinterpret me. Please don't misunderstand mm-hmm. me. Please don't assume something about me that's not true. Mm-hmm. There are these things behind the scenes that you don't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we've been talking and thinking about fellowship and serving, I've just been like, how often do we misunderstand or misinterpret someone's actions or motives? Yeah. Because we just don't know the whole story. Yeah, That well, is yeah, a strong word right there. And how often are we unwilling to be honest about the season to which God has called us? Right. Honest enough to say that, look, I'm not putting down the importance of the thing you've got going. I'm just saying for me, my most important priority Mm -hmm. is what God has called me to do here and now. And so often we've got to make everyone feel like the most important person in the room. Mm And when at the same point as believers, we need to understand the Holy Spirit is the most important person right. in the room. Mm-hmm. And if we're all honoring him, that gives us the liberty to be honest enough to be like, hey, praise God for that. But it's not on my radar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's OK to look at the foot and say, good job and be the hand as far as the body of Christ right. goes. Right. Yeah. And I think I was just reading um, a chapter in the book Rising Strong by Brene Brown, and it she talks about. I can't remember the exact name for it, but it's something that I was like, man, I need to like work this out mm. as far as keeping um, relationships, especially with other Christians, healthy is because a lot of things like are behind the scenes because we have a vulnerability problem. <laughs> and so if yeah. you are hurt by somebody or you misunderstand a conversation, the first thing obviously you should do is take it to the Lord. And she was saying a, uh, something about writing down the story that you're making up. So if it, there's a conversation that's had between two people and there's something just kind of goes wrong and you're mm-hmm. left thinking like, oh my gosh, what happened? I don't understand what this conversation is. What's the story you're making up in your head? Like what's the anxiety mm-hmm. telling you? Write that down. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you go to talk to the other believer, whoever it is, you say, this is the story I'm making up. Mm-hmm. I learned a long time ago that you should never in an argument say, um, you, you should say I. Right, that's mm-hmm. good. It always keeps mm-hmm. arguments healthy. So, like, 
in situations, if we were the Romans, right. we would have to be like, okay, this is a story I'm making up. Paul doesn't like me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And then once we get this response from Paul, that story goes away. Right. So I think it's being self-aware on both ends of being like Paul, where mm-hmm. for us, especially, we're ministry workers. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things that we just have to keep and it hurts other people it hurts our family like I can't tell you how many times I've had to be like mom I can't tell you that like and it's hard but there's Mm -hmm. also like having to be even on staff or being a church member there are things that you don't know Mm -hmm. that can be harmful and you have to be careful of okay what's the story I'm making up Mm -hmm. and then what's the Bible saying what's mm-hmm. the truth, and I need to walk forward in that truth right. and not in the story that's make, that I'm making it. I think that's good too because it comes out to like the biggest thing that disrupts Christian community is gossip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if like, and I just, I just please don't interpret this is indifference. Please don't mm-hmm. misunderstand me. Like that's what he's saying. Like please don't do that because what happens is you misunderstood something. You told a story in your head instead mm-hmm. of going to God with it or to the other person. Hey. Yeah. What do you think about, like, this person said that you're like, going to your friends, like, instead of telling them this is a story I'm making up in my head, you're like, this is what I think happened. And they're like, no kidding, for real? Yeah. Like, I never would have thought that before. Yeah. Because you're you're taking those those things and you're not getting clarity, you're not being vulnerable. And, I mean, I personally recently just had this experience a couple weeks ago with friends who were like, hey, I noticed something, can we talk about it? Conversation took 30 minutes. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there thinking about how, easy it was because it didn't build up you didn't get resentment there was a clarity on the story there was appreciation for accountability and then everything was fine and it took 30 minutes instead of three months yeah building up and like i don't know why i'm like not in relationship with this person anymore and all of that so i shared a uh spirit breathe meme with the uh this group here (laughs) last night that talked about uh anxiety being conspiracy theories about yourself Mm -hmm. and it's just it's true you create a narrative in your own Mm -hmm. mind and it becomes truth and then you when you start sharing that truth is when it becomes poison right Right. because then somebody else shares a version of that truth that they heard Mm -hmm. and suddenly it gets out way out of hand yeah wow yeah Adam, you got something? I see you. Your nose in the book. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm reading through Proverbs, which gives us both direct and indirect references to the importance mm-hmm. of uh, maintaining confidence and discretion. Mm. And so this is particularly useful within the kingdom because it's it's become common practice for a lot of gossip-driven, unhealthy church bodies to uh, hide gossip under the cloak of prayer requests. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've, we've all fallen victim to this. In fact, a really good friend of mine who recently went through a, a very painful divorce, right? Extremely painful, um, has just had his, his reputation, um, falsehoods about his reputation, as well as deeply intimate, personal, hurtful details widespread in the name of prayer requests so much of it being like put on an email and blasted to the entirety of the church body and he's heartbroken about it like he can't be a part of this church community anymore Mm -hmm. he can't have these same friends that he had he can't lean on the people that he's spent the last several years rooting into because the discretion was broken and Proverbs like I, I could read all over about the how wisdom will save you from evil people who uh, those whose words are twisted right words are so powerful and so important for us to maintain 
that when we lose sight of the integrity of our confidence that we keep when people confide in us, when people are vulnerable with us, um, they're vulnerable with us. Mm -hmm. We need to remember that. And that vulnerability is not ours to share, even if we want the efforts of prayer warriors in on it. There's a way to discreetly ask for prayer and trust that God knows where to, where to mail the mm -hmm. letter to, right, and how to address it. We were at like 28 minutes, so I'll stop the recording and I'll start it again just to be And then you can pick safe. up and cool. read it. Do you have, yeah, do you have like a verse you're willing to say? Uh, I actually read the verse in there, so it was kind of... Okay, that was a good closing. Like, mm -hmm. you so we can start with well, something else. So it'll be fine. Um, okay. Wait for you back over here. All right, where do we want to pick up? I would say we start our, our closing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're, we're at 28 minutes, so we're doing good. This is a... Conversation. Yeah. It was, we and we, we didn't get nowhere near where we thought we were going. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I feel like that's that's the it's charm, okay. the niche, the, yeah. the angle we get to go through. But if you're listening to this outside looking in, like you're getting a ton of perspectives and wisdom, like really mm -hmm. condensed in these different areas. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, a little, little seminary-ish. I, I love this because I think it's like the relate. God cares so much about relationships. He cares mm -hmm. about your relationships, he cares who you're in relationship with, and he cares that it's centered around his word mm -hmm. and around his presence and around Jesus. And so, you know, one of, one of the things that I was thinking about as we were reading through this and as I was studying for um, this podcast, which I love that we're all doing this study and that we're coming together, I'm like, I can't wait to tell you what I learned, <laughs> um, is that this word, um, this, is, I kind of, this is kind of my last thought, is that he said a little earlier, without ceasing, I mention you continually. Mm -hmm. I'm praying for you. Mm -hmm. Like this is an all the time practice mm -hmm. for yeah. Paul to be lifting up and to be encouraging and to be involved with the other believers. And like, that's his primary goal. I can't say like what you're talking about earlier. I can't say that that's my unceasing like act mm -hmm. that I'm constantly lifting up other people. And I'm just going to go here for a second. One of the reasons is because I spend way too much time on my phone, not talking to people. I spend way too much time like, reading this or watching this or being here. And entertainment can be a form of isolation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted, like, as I was reading this, I felt convicted of, like, how many hours could I have spent praying, mm -hmm. being being with the Lord, but lifting other people up and getting that? Because it's, like it's like the anticipation of something hard. Yeah. Well, your phone will tell you every Sunday how much time you could have spent with the oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. So it certainly does. It'll pop up in the middle of service, like, remember. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, time was up 36% this week. <laughs> I know. But I just I just think like what we talked about, like when you're pouring out, when you're doing these these things in joy that God's actually called you to do, mm -hmm. are we scared of being healthy? Like if we would just do it, if we would just yeah. do it and just try it, like Adam always said, like taste and see that mm -hmm. the Lord is good. Just yeah. try it. Yeah. And well, if like, your really life gets worse, I mean... Yeah, what I like about that, <laughs> the, I don't think it will. despite your circumstances, <laughs> mm -hmm. try it. Yeah. yeah, despite what the you know the season of life that you're in, try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not easy. Like it's not butterflies, but it's worth it. Well, and it's a promise. This is an example that will not return void. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That's that's a biblical mm -hmm. promise. If we if we read these and understand it as truth, like we can like that's a solid ROI. We know the time that we put into this may not be directly what, how we think mm -hmm. it's going to come mm -hmm. back, but it will encourage yeah. our lives and build a stronger foundation for like, us. Like, don't wait. Don't wait for someone to just, like, see you or notice you or drag you into a Bible study or <laughs> yeah. drag you into serving. Yeah. Like, if you're in Gallison, come this Sunday. 
look up, like sign up for a surf team, mm-hmm. like get involved with people, like reach out, encourage somebody. Like God has a place for you in his church. Absolutely. 100%. And if you have a home church and you are not plugged into that home church, please do so. Yeah. Like lay deep roots. That's the reason for community. It's not just a feel good for two hours, right. once a week kind of experience. There's an entire infrastructure that we've built and cultivated and many other churches have to have the, what I, I, people hate me saying this because I say this all the time, but the Monday through Saturday experience, right? When we are building our relationship every day of the week, not just the day that the the steeples are shining and the Mm -hmm. doors are open, right? This, this body of Christ still grows. Mm -hmm. I love it. Amen. Well, so good. Danny, do you want to pray us out? Sure. God, we love you and we're so thankful for your word. Thank you that you have actually like given us everything that we need for our lives. That You didn't try to hide it from us. You weren't unclear in your kindness. You were so specific. You've given us the secret to life. Mm-hmm. And I just pray that we not take that for granted. I pray that we would, we would just continually come to you seeking to be closer to you. Your word says that when we draw close to you, you draw close to us. I pray, God, that you would give us a, a fresh um, perspective on your church, that you would give us a love for your church, that you would help us to take those vulnerability risks and reach out and, and, and just be part of the body that you've called us to be. And I thank you, God, that when we do that, you've already promised us so much fulfillment, even through the hard times and, and steadfastness, even when it feels like things are shaky, like you have such a beautiful plan for our lives, and we thank you for it. I pray, God, that anyone who's listening to this right now will be drawn closer to you. That's our goal. God, we want people to know you. And I just thank you that your word does not return void. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.